Hello, and welcome to the Nutrition and Life Podcast. This is where we look at various nutrition and fitness-related topics through the lens of application. We want to give you practical takeaways so that you can create your healthiest, best self backed by knowledge. Now, on to the episode with your host, Coach Lisa. Hello, and welcome back to the Nutrition and Life Podcast. My name is Lisa. I am your host. And in today's episode, I want to talk about why it's so important to start creating your future identity first when you want to see change and not simply setting a result as a target. For those of you who have listened to the show before, welcome back. And those of you new, please don't forget to subscribe, to rate, to review, to share it if you enjoy our content. So I wanted to record this episode because aside from a lack of planning and preparation and high hunger, one of the reasons why people fail to reach their goal weight or maintain their goal weight or really any goal actually is simply because they state an outcome without thinking about the person that they need to become in order to get there or to maintain that result and so for example I want to lose 50 pounds but they don't think about what kind of habits does that person have what does their daily life actually look like so that they keep that weight off or they think that they can achieve the outcome without actually changing much and pretty much staying the same person. So they don't come up with a plan for after the plan, but they also don't really think about the habits and lifestyle practices that their future self should have. We have to remember that any bigger change requires for people to change on a fundamental level. But even if you only want to lose five or 10 pounds, you're still going to need to change some part of your identity forever if you want to sustain that weight loss. So how do we attack that? We really need to look at what are the biggest discrepancies between the person that I am today and the person that has lost 50 pounds, the person that has run a marathon, the person that is a figure competitor, the person that is just incredibly healthy at 70, playing with their children and doing all their own chores. What are the discrepancies? The, if I was would stay the person that I am today, what kind of line would I go down to? Where would I end up? And what is the other person doing differently? And this is where we really, really, really want to go into detail. You can do that by writing it out. You can do that by journaling. You can do that by telling your coach. But really, as much detail as you possibly can, the more detail, the better. What sort of clothes does that person wear? What what time does that person get up? What kind of... Um, what's that person going to say if they're in social situations? How many glasses of alcohol are they going to be drinking? And be realistic about that. You can't just say like, I'm going to be at 10% body fat, but I'm going to be that person that drinks every Saturday night until I'm completely wasted or even three drinks. It just, it doesn't work that way. Um, but still go into details of the person that you want to be and what they do. And that brings me into a practice that, one of my mentors has shared with me in the past, and that is called scripting. Scripting, we can not just use, um, so like when it comes to creating the identity, it's more, we're looking far, far, far ahead. This is the person 
that I want to be and that's what they do. Scripting is more, I'm in a current situation and I'm applying this now. So you have created your identity already and now you have embarked on your journey towards that person that wants to lose weight or wants to become a bikini competitor or whatever. Um, and now you foresee a challenging situation. For example, you're going away with your girlfriends over the weekend and there's nothing, it's going to be nothing but buffet, um, buffets and um, you are worried about this. So I would come to my mentor with um, some concerns about something as well. And she would just be like, Lisa, just script it, just script it. And what she meant by that is walking through the entire situation, could be the weekend, could be just a moment, and write out how it can go really positively. So for example, you know, that can be in terms of relationships of some, if you're encountering someone that triggers you or um, just something where, that you're nervous about, if it's public speaking or whatever, but in this situation, it could just simply be, okay, we're arriving at this resort. We're actually just going straight to the spa instead of having some drinks. And then at dinner, everybody's loading up on their first plate, already having a drink. I'm going to order some water. And of course, I'm going to get some strange looks and people are going to ask, Lisa, why aren't you drinking? This is a bachelorette weekend or whatever. And you'll, you just say like, um, I just want to get something in my stomach first. I don't, um, uh, I, I've really been focusing on my health and haven't eaten that much. So I know it would just go right to my head. And so you're happy you're going for your first plate, just having some nice salad, maybe a little bit of seafood salad there as well. Eating slowly, engaging in the conversation, um, taking breaks between bites. People are already getting up and get, getting seconds and, you're still sitting there eating slowly, really enjoying every single bite, savoring it, taking a bit of a break between this plate and your next plate and just engaging in beautiful conversation. And again, they bring up the topic of alcohol and you might just say, I'm going to have I might have some with my main meal, but for now, I just really want to chat and enjoy my time with you guys. And so the chatter continues. You go and get up and get some beautiful lean meats. You get some more vegetables. And there's also some other um, small dish that you'd like to try, maybe some mac and cheese. And you're having a little bit of that coming back to the table, maybe ordering a glass of wine if you feel like it sitting back down, continuing to eat slowly, to chew well, to engage in conversation, really savoring every bite, the things that you don't enjoy, you're not going to finish. Um, you're, you, you literally just have a wonderful time with your friends. And again, some of them getting up for third plates. <laughs> um, but you're just taking your time, trying to be present. And after a while, you think oh, a little bit of dessert would be nice. So you're getting up, getting a cup of tea and um, half of a piece of cake. And you're enjoying that to the, from the bottom of your heart. You're enjoying every single little bite. People are like, oh, come on, let's have, let's order a bottle of wine. And you're like, well, actually I'm already down to the tea and we're down to the relaxing evening. Why don't we, um, you know, you, you guys can do that. I'm quite happy with just my dessert and the tea. And again, they might look weird, it might feel weird for a second, but everyone's moving on because you're still present, you're not a party pooper, you're <laughs> still having a wonderful time. And then the next day you feel fresh and maybe you even motivated some friends to work out with you in the morning so that you can enjoy the next day even more swimming in the pool and, and so on. So before I go into even more detail, this is what I mean by scripting. And you can do this with every single little thing, walking about challenging dinner invites, walking 
through challenging situations at work. And are they always going to turn out exactly that way? Probably not. But I have, from my experience, have found in many cases that it at least helps me, helps remind me of what the optimal version could look like. And so bringing me back to that instead of already planting that fear in my mind and fear takes over. Fear is so overpowering when it comes to um, being stronger than some positive feelings sometimes. And so this is what can be really, really helpful for for just anticipating things in a more positive way. But nonetheless, we do need to work on our internal language at all times as well. So instead of saying, um, I want to lose 50 pounds, um, start saying, I will be the person that makes healthy choices. Or I am, even better, I am the person that makes healthy choices writing things or scripting things, talking about things in a way that they are already done can be very, very, very helpful. These auto-suggestions are incredibly powerful in your mind. What we have to be cautious of is um, not to... So it's good to share goals, especially with like-minded people that support you. But if you share goals with people like you've already done them and then it releases the dopamine in your brain and actually takes away from your endeavors to really do them that's not good if you're that kind of person that tends to overshare and then not do you might want to take a step back if you're the person that like never talks about what they actually want to achieve and they need a little push or get really motivated by other people saying oh this is so cool share more so in is still going back to the language those let's all stop saying i will try i want to be or i might this sounds good i'm gonna do my best to work towards and yes doing your best is absolutely great but i will be the person that makes healthy choices i am the person that makes healthy choices i am uh going to be a figure i'm going to be competing in figure a figure competition in autumn this year and because of that I am the kind of person that works out five six times a week I am the kind of person who prepares 80 90 percent of their meals at home I am the kind of person that listens to fitness podcasts I am the kind of person that runs around with leggings and <laughs> workout clothes all the time people are already seeing me and they're like oh geez Lisa do you have any other clothes uh, other than this I am the kind of person that can say no uh, to alcohol I am the kind of person that can say no after one piece of cake because one piece of cake was absolutely delicious and so, so the more you can reinforce that, the better. And the more you can have motivational things around you, the better. So even if you have cheesy screensavers, even if you have sticky notes all around you that motivate you to do stuff, even if it means cutting certain people out of your life, it is it is something, you know, sometimes people are just in your life for a short amount of time. And if they don't want to grow with you, that's okay. We always have people who are in our life for a short amount of time, others for longer. Some are teachers, some are um, people like our friends and, and help us go forward. But let's not hang on to old things, old habits, old people that drag us down for no reason just because they have been there always. That is not a reason to continue with them.
of course, with all this uh, daily journaling, visualization, scripting, um, and and even language recoding, it as always it comes down to consistency. It comes down to doing that frequently and regularly. And like I was saying, visual reminders are helpful. Auditory reminders are helpful. So um, what you listen to, what podcast you listen to, and you might think, oh, I just sometimes just want to, you know, almost numb my mind and watch this stupid show or whatever. There's nothing wrong with watching things that are not necessarily stimulating, but just weed through every area of your life. So many aspects in our life are just in there because they have always been there and because they're habitual and we don't even notice their negative impact on our thinking or on our self-belief, on our um on our progress really when it comes to things. So of course, with all the big goal setting things and so on, we all know to break goals down into smaller junks. <laughs> but when it comes to the identity, it seems so much harder. So for example, if you're the person that is currently known as a big eater and you're the person that's always hosting and you're the person who can put it away and can, you know, throws the biggest parties changing to becoming the person that's known as the healthy eater, the person that goes to bed early and the person that um, talks about nothing but exercise can be really, really tricky because, again, it means we're likely going to lose some people as well. And it might just be like, oh, but I, I did like that aspect about myself. But we forget that we can make that into hybrid things. So you can make, you can still be the person that's a beautiful, a great host, but make a lot more fresh things rather than the greasy fried things. I mean, there's beautiful, uh, beautiful cuisines that are very high in protein and elegant, and you can make multiple courses with that, like Peruvian cuisine, for instance, with like with the ceviche and the fresh fish. And there, of course, there are always um unhealthier aspects to it, but still, that is something. Or in in, in other cuisines as well, Mexican food can also be healthy food. Um, it's just what you make of it, and so many recipes can also be healthified. So. Just because it seems hard at first, don't give up on it and still try to um, maybe ease into it instead of needing feeling like you need to be completely radical and stop hosting for your friends from one day to another. Same with exercise. You don't suddenly need to tell everybody about your exercise or um, force other people to go to bed when you want to go to bed. Just simply say like, okay, I'm going to, you know, come earlier or maybe shifting some of your social invites to earlier in the day to being coffee dates as opposed to just all being about food. So an encouragement here to um, not drop all your social ties and not, not isolate yourself completely because that's not going to be sustainable either. Um, the, the same can be applied if you want to, you know, save more. It doesn't mean like from one day to another, don't allow yourself to have coffees out anymore. Don't allow yourself to go on vacation anymore. That's not going to be very sustainable and it's not going to make your life fun either. But find the middle ground here. And of course, your timeline, I highly 
dictates um, how strict you need to be with certain things. But as we know from weight loss, the more gradual it is most of the time, the more likely it's going to actually stick and you will most likely actually have given yourself the time to really become that person as opposed to when you're making drastic changes changes that are unsustainable. So I guess to sum up this slightly shorter podcast episode, my encouragement for you is to incorporate rather than thinking of just new year's resolutions or goals to think of what person do i want to be in a year's time what does that person do what person do i want to be in five or ten years time and is the person that i am going to be in one year um stirring towards that path of the person that i want to be in five or ten years time what does that person do on a daily level though what time do they get up what do they wear who do they associate with? How much are they on social media? What time do they spend in the gym? And then when they are social, and I'm saying here specifically when they are social because everybody is social, but we often don't think about those scenarios. When they are social, what are their protocols? What are their boundaries? What do they enjoy doing? What feels good to them? What kind of um, responses do they have when people want to get them drunk when people want them to overindulge what do they do when they go on vacation think about all these things in detail on as much of a regular basis as you can ideally initially it might be good to jot it down on paper this is the person that I am at the end of 2023 and then implant little reminders on a frequent and daily basis. If you are not in the habit of journaling daily, this could be something great to pick up, even if it's just three sentences, one sentence with gratitude, one sentence with what you will have achieved at the end of 2023 and write it in a way way that it's already done. For example, I am the person that makes healthy choices on a consistent basis. I have no issues saying no when I don't want something. I have no issues keeping everything I enjoy in moderation. This could be a sentence and that's it. But still at the beginning of the day, you have brought your attention towards the person that you want to be on that day too. And then if there are bigger challenging things coming up that you're concerned about, Start scripting, and you don't have to do that in a way of writing it down. It could simply be recording a voice note for yourself. Sometimes I find, you know, we could say like, hey, go for a walk and just think about it. But there is something about proclaiming it, saying things out loud, or writing them down on paper. So, you know, if you just leave yourself a voice message or pretend to be talking to someone on the phone, um, it might be a lot more helpful. So it could be like you're going for your walk, you're picking up your phone, and you're saying... Uh, hey, Lisa, I just wanted to leave you a message. Um, this is what, and not actually leaving a message, right? You're just talking to your phone. Um, so the upcoming weekend, you, you know how we talked about how I was kind of concerned about this and that. Um, I'm just going to tell you how it's actually going to go. So we're going to leave here and there and then this and this and this. So scripting for every single thing that you are concerned about, scripting is incredibly helpful. On top of that, really evaluating your environment and most importantly, your self-talk as opposed to saying things like, I'll try, I might, start saying things like, I will or I am, which is so much more powerful. 
So those are my points for <laughs> for your new year for 2023. Um, whether you're setting New Year's resolutions or not, whether you are setting other kind of goals or not, but remember too that these auto suggestions often feel super fake. And stepping into a new identity is bound to feel super fake because that's not you yet. But the more and more that you do it, the more and more it's going to become you. So realize that the fake feeling is actually desired because if it wouldn't feel fake right now, that would mean that you are already it, right? You're, you'd already be believing it. You'd already be living it for the most part. And of course, eventually we want to get to the point where you believe you're incredibly powerful, where you believe you know you you you, you can make healthy choices no matter what. <laughs> um, but until you're there, you need to fake it. <laughs> In any case, thank you for listening and thank you for being part of our journey throughout 2022. All the very, very best for this next year. And if you have any requests, or wishes for 2023 for us, then please drop them in the comments or on social media, contact us in any way. We always like to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode on social. Very much appreciated. You can also follow us on Instagram at Nutrition Coaching and Life or head to our website, www.nutritioncoachingandlife.com where we provide more valuable content. Have a wonderful day. Now go out and work on your best self.